Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit content at times. You should check us out at Hanging With Apes. That's on Twitter. Check us out at Audio Apes. That's also on Twitter. And visit our website, HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Today, we're going to talk about the Breakfast Club interview with Takashi69, or just 69. I don't know. I hear him called both things, Takashi69 and 69. But uh, why we think it's important to talk about it and why it should be important to you. We're going to talk about the March for Our Lives uh, movement, the the march, the the the, the policy, the, the rhetoric, the agenda, our take on it. And then we're going to talk about the 60 Minutes Stormy Daniels interview that uh, a lot of people are talking about. So yeah. just jumping right into it. Let's get this out of the way because I feel like we've been over it and over it and over it. March for Our Lives. <sighs> All right, moving on. No. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like, what else can we really say about it? What else can we really say about it? That um, I mean, that um, it seems like their agenda is to that they want to ban rifles. It, it seems like it, it seems like the these kids are being weaponized. It seems like there's a lot of driving forces behind this whole movement. The fact of the matter is that more people die from hands and knives than they do from rifles a year in this country uh handguns are actually a bigger deal than than rifle deaths like like what what else do we need to go to go through uh uh guns prevent more harm than they cause like what like what like what do you, what else do we need like how like what else opioids are killing more people yeah. <laughs> than assault rifles so they should be marching for their lives i don't know um I mean, they did their thing. They they gave their speeches, and um, to me, it's just we've we've went through so much of this or over so much of the subject, and I feel that it would have been a perfect opportunity to talk about what the real problem is, which is the cultural pl- problem, the psychological aspect of what a shooter is right um and and i think that no one really talked about that it was just you know laws and you know banning rifles and okay you know you can you can take care of you could put a couple laws in place you could fight for for certain you know things to change that's not going to change the fact that people are are gonna you know hurt other people Look at Austin, Texas. I think it was Austin, Texas, with the guy that had the bombs and and uh, was was sending them to FedEx and all that. Yeah, the tripwire bombs and all that. He had a twenty-five minute video, twenty-five minute video where he was confessing. You know, it was like his uh, what do they call it? Like his manifesto. manifesto yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and and what what was his reasoning behind that? I I I saw parts of it, and pretty much it was he. Like to sum it all up is he wasn't happy with his life, didn't like his life, and decided that before he goes he's gonna kill a bunch of people and then and then that's it. Which is actually exactly what this is all about, if you think about it. All these school shootings and, and shootings in, in theaters and, and you know any 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 mass shooting that you see is is that's really what it is, is is people who have who have uh had a rough go at it. And it's not ne- not necessarily uh, mentally ill or anything, because I mean, some of them maybe, and some of them not. But really, what it is is they can't accept what what the outcome of of their life or 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 the things that happened. And really, what is a mass shooting is you protesting, saying life ain't shit, and I'm going to prove it to as many people as possible. I'm gonna go and ruin everything that they have going and ruin their families' lives before I take myself out. So it's really suicide, but before you do suicide, it's like you really want. It's like come, come look at me. But then, what about in the cases like the Parkland shooting, where like the guy didn't kill himself; he was he was apprehended. And even then, 
mo- most of them kill themselves. But even then, I still think the fact that he wasn't. I mean, if you look at the history of his life, like, right, right. Like I, yeah. I don't. I'm not sitting here like arguing whether or not yeah. he was happy with his life. Yeah. It's very clear that he wasn't. But I guess, I guess, more or less, a follow up question to like your statement is if if it is indeed about okay, like I want to take so many people out before I take myself out, like. Why wouldn't they approach the idea of of killing themselves with like more certainty? Or I, I guess maybe it's not so easy for everybody to do. Well, yeah, I mean, because I would I would think that I mean, killing yourself—that's such a. I mean, I can't even think of that. Like, if right now I thought about like, I'm going to kill myself, I'd kind of be like, "Fuck, <laughs> what's the easiest way out?" Or, <laughs> or like, you know, what I'm saying, how to like, start? Like, how to start? Like, I, I, that's kind of a crazy, crazy thing. But to be at that point, to me, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like, I feel, and I think we've talked about this before. Maybe we're too civilized. Maybe things are too easy. Maybe things are so great that now, you know what they say uh, um, about the the uh, w- about the devil's playground quote. <laughs> uh, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, think about it for a second. And we've talked about this. And actually, there's so many segments that we've talked about. That coincide with this. We talked about, you know, the way technology affects us, right? The way, the way, uh, I mean, Uber Eats and, and man, I could go play uh, PUBG and Fortnite and, 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 and date people from online. You could really like detach yourself from, from humanity and from, uh, from your community. That's one aspect. We just talked about the beta and the alpha male thing that is going on. Yeah. Um, and, and and if you notice, and I mean, most shooters are men. Mm-hmm. And it's young men at that. Most of them. Not all of them, but, but most of them. It's yeah. been like pretty young men. And then Jordan Peterson actually w- was talking about this graph that he thought was really cool. Um, just because like how surprising it was where uh, a, a man's testosterone levels, like as they rise... Like and and then and then another graph that showed like men that go to jail like the, the ages that they go to jail and it's almost identical. Oh yeah, yeah. I I've uh, read and seen studies about that before. Like the 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 age groups that that commit more crime, like violent crime, and yeah, it, it is a lot of it is testosterone based. Yeah, and and it's crazy. And and that energy is is I feel like the youth, I feel to to an extent is not is not ready. To face the the real world, you know, and and it might seem like oh well, yeah, motherfuckers they, they just got to deal with it. But the thing is, is like, is it is it parenting? Is it schooling? What what is going on? I I guess those are the questions that I would have. What's going on with the with the younger people that that there's this disconnect that that they take these extremes, you know? It, but but is there something going on? Because I I feel like to a degree these situations they're very much blown out of proportion in the sense that like well this is not happening every day yeah but then on the flip side of that and and more or less to kind of answer my own question just because it's not happening on on uh you know at schools on 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 a mass level there is places like chicago for instance where during the summer there are a lot of killings yeah and most of them committed by young men. So is it that is it that there's all this energy and and it's not harnessed and it we don't know where to place it or or they don't know where to place it yeah. and where to direct it. You know, and, yeah. and and why so? You know, is it is it is it upbringing? Is it a lack of? knowledge of like what other avenues like one can take to use that energy to like possibly do something more productive because i i do think that and this is this is hard because they say in life you need outlets you know like your hobbies or your friends or whatever you need an outlet like people you can vent to or so and stuff like that and i feel like 
a lot of people are able to like effectively do that. They're able to effectively, you know, have an outlet. I think that's that's sort of visualized and 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 realized in you know St. Patrick's Day, for instance. Like I was like, you know, that because that was recent, and people yeah. out there drinking and like letting loose and throwing up all over the place and laughing and and that's more of an outlet. But then I feel like there is some people that they hold on to their angst. Yeah. They hold on to it. And now once you hold on to it, like if you're in this group of people that holds on to angst, what do you what do you do with it? And I think that's where you get the the extreme sides of, of the spectrum. Like you get like the 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 violent men and then you get on the other side the men of violence and and the the two are not the same like violent men are the parkland shooter some of these these guys that are you know killing each other on the weekends and you know going to jail and yeah. and all of that those are those are the the violent men but then you have men of violence where in in essence like all of that that can make a man a man violent they preserve that and harness that to like do something do something productive and and they become you know yeah great like you know the equivalent but on the other side of the spectrum and so how do we take Curb that I yeah guess. exactly it take the from what what's going on, on on the one side and bring it to the other side and i think culturally right now and and i feel that and i mentioned this at a at a family gathering, some people hated that I said this, and some people were like they they agreed. And I feel that I feel that Donald Trump being president helps a bit, whether you like him or you don't, because there is one thing that you can't get over, and the fact that you know the whole the scandals and the tweets and the everything added with the sensationalist media, yeah, you know, putting a magnifying glass to it. It forces you as a person to realize that it's not the end of the world every time something happens, right? Oh, fuck, our president did this. Oh, fuck this. Oh, that. Like, the, the way the media portrays everything and the way, you know, obviously Donald Trump's style, which, which you know, he is, he is uh, much more straightforward. I feel, especially being president, you know, you do hold that over, over people, like being an influence. It's like people... I guess I'll look at that and be and be more uh I guess susceptible to 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 when shit goes bad, you know? And when understanding when like something is just not that that bad and 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 when something is is like horrible for real, you know? And 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 cuz I find it very amusing um and we'll talk about this later, but the whole Stormy Daniels thing like hasn't really affected him. And I feel that people are just like, "Oh, whatever." You know, it's so much shit being thrown at them that it's like there is things that are like, whatever, I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I don't care about this. Whereas if it was Obama and Stormy Daniels, that would have been Humongous. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're saying because this particular president doesn't necessarily keep up much of a facade. Yeah. And and. It's one of those things where it's like, the, there's no time to keep up a facade. I need to say what I need to say. I need to focus on what I need to focus on. And I need to keep it the fuck moving. Yeah. That helps in the sense that like, it's more or less lead by example. Exactly. Like, okay, you get the march for, okay, listen, march for our lives, agree or not agree. I feel like, okay, well, that's young people taking the energy. Whether you agree with the message it's a positive energy. Like you're marching, you're doing something. Is it though? Well, is, is it well, is it positive? Like kids, well, I, I don't think so. I think it's is, an ignorant like, message. I, like indoctr. I I feel like it's like indoctrination. Like I feel like it's there's they're being weaponized. Like yeah. I mean I I don't I don't know if we're on the same page as this, but like I don't really believe that it's even these kids that are organizing this. Like these, I don't they, either. They're being weaponized. But what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is. At least, whether you agree with it or not, they're at least like fighting for something. What and, and I definitely do not agree with them, 
But I rather I rather these kids start asking these questions now. That's where I think it, it's bad. Is like these kids are fighting so hard to ban guns, to ban guns, and and I saw this tweet. I, I retweeted. I don't know if you saw it, and, and um, I thought it was real interesting because this guy told he went up to this girl and he started talking about the March for Our Lives, and then he said something like. Oh, so you think that guns should be banned and all this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I think they should be banned. Okay, well, do you, uh, you know, not a lot of people like President Trump or whatever. He's like, what happens if, like, President Trump just goes rogue and, and starts changing, like, yeah. America, like, I, I saw that. drastically? Like, and, I guess, how would you? And, like, the military takes over. Yeah. Like, how would you defend yourself? And, and she's it, like, with a gun. Yeah, he's like, oh, but you don't have those anymore. Yeah, you don't want guns. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and, and that's where I feel that that there is work to be done there in that aspect. It's like, okay, you feel strongly about something, you're doing something about it, fine. And that's why I say there's so many levels to this because now it's like, okay, the energy is good. I like the energy as far as, okay, you're doing something constructive as far as you're not becoming some violent or fucking nihilistic person. You're fighting for something. But now let's add some critical thinking to this. Now, let's look at the history of things. And that's why I think the kids are kids, you know? And I guess that's why, the, the, like, as you, as you per, uh, put it perfectly, is they're being weaponized. Because as a kid, you're, you're kind of an ignorant, you know, yeah, you're, you're you ignorant to, to shit. And like, you don't realize, like, something, something like that, like, where you take guns away, that could potentially leave, leave it where it's easy for, 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 for the country to just, you know. You become, you're, you become more vulnerable. I, but... For the life of me, I can't understand why that point is so hard for so many people to gather. Like, you know, that you're what you're advocating will make you more vulnerable to what happened, not less. Yeah, you know. So I mean, because the killing won't stop. The the evil doesn't stop just because you stopped guns. And 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 uh, actually, the evil is actually primed to take over because that's how you see the the Venezuelas and the Cubas and the, you know. Nazi Germany, like fucking just marching on through and just like taking over everything. And people have to look at the history of that and how, how that works. So that's why I, I disagree. But man, there's so many levels to it. And I guess to me, it's, it's, those are the questions that aren't being asked and that weren't asked during the March for Our Lives that weren't addressed. And it was like a completely missed point. And, and, in that regard, it's like, well, well, this was kind of useless to me because it, uh, to me, the psychological aspect of it and the cultural aspect is way more important than a gun. It just is because that's how you get to the point. You, If you come into the room fucking arguing with me and shit, like, I, I, what's wrong? What is wrong? That's the question. Not, yeah. oh, his mouth <laughs> needs to get fucking I, I shut. Was, I was, um, I was having, uh, I a debate, if you will, yeah. recently with somebody that um, they were asking me about like the stuff that's going on with Trump, like the budget and and like so much money being allocated towards defense, and then you know the 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 replacement of Rex Tillerson with Mike Pompeo, and then the replacement of McMaster with John Bolton as the National Security Advisor, and we were discussing that. And they wanted my thoughts, and I told them like what what you and I have essentially talked about is that uh, it's more like wartime personnel, yeah, being put yeah. in place, um, and uh, they were like, "But why? But why? Like, what what do we have? What do we have to gain?" It's not about gaining anything, and, and exactly. And you're you're so right when you say that. I feel like there's a huge, huge margin of people that don't realize that like pacifism is not always the right response to situations in the world yeah and also you're taking for granted like your cush comfortable little society that you have going here and you're not recognizing that there are plenty of people around the globe that like want nothing more than to see that shit burn to the ground. And that 
is very important for people to recognize. And I feel like for whatever reason, in the last however many generations, schools and TV and media has stepped so far away from making that information more more commonplace. Whereas I feel like there were generations in the past where although they went about, you know, having their nice American life picket fence and all of that shit, there was always like this understanding in in the back of their mind that that recognized while this is enjoyable, while this is nice, we have to recognize that there are people out there that want nothing more than to like see this destroyed. Yeah. I mean, and and people we're talking about that are like raised raised from birth with that mindset. Yeah. And so if that information, if that knowledge was more commonplace and 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 everybody was like more used to like being being informed about that stuff, I feel like a lot of this March for Our Lives stuff wouldn't be so prominent among young people. I feel like yeah. there would be a lot more of them that would be like, well, you know what? Like, I understand why, like, guns are necessary. Like, I get it, you yeah. know? You know, and... But guess what? We're too civilized. And that's what I'm saying. Like, civilized in the sense that, like, we... I guess we, we start thinking that, oh, you know, we're so close to utopia. Let's make it a utopia. No, it's not. It's not, and and we're this is as good as it gets, you know, and and it will get be- better technologically, but but I mean, but 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 evil. then isn't that isn't that I mean, to say that we're too civilized, I mean that's kind of, so I mean I wouldn't by that rationale being less civilized be the remedy? I don't think that's no no. I guess what I mean is, this is what I mean. We're starting to get to the point where we we need to accept everything and we need to think that everything is going to be okay and we're like this this but, but is that really being civilized you get what I'm saying like yeah. is it I think in a in word, a would you use? in a productive civilization uh, a critical back and forth is what is what builds like understanding and reasoning like, I'll, I'll yeah. give you I'll give you an example this is like something very like off topic but but coinciding to like with the idea yeah. that I'm trying to express here <laughs> at work the other day I was I was uh talking to to somebody and I actually this was today matter of fact I don't know what I said the other day this was today and I was like do you factor in as like when you when you grade women on a scale because it's ladies sorry it's something men do yeah. are you a one are you a ten it is what it is like don't take it personal that's just that's just how we how we operate but anyway I was like when you grade on a on a on a one to ten yeah do you factor in personality yeah so my you know my guy that I was talking to at first he said yeah he does. So I, then I asked him, well, how much does factoring in personality, like the personality aspect, how much does that, does that like factor in to like you, for you to come up with the number? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you know, like a, a, a decent amount. So I was like, okay. So then like, hypothetically speaking, if you have like a physical two and, but her personality is a 10, does that bump her to an eight? Like, how do you, how do you like, yeah. like, how do you like reason that out? And so he was like, "Well, no, no way." So, five, so, so then I was like, "I was like, well, then how much does a ten personality like can can bump up a two? And then he was like, ah, "I don't." And so then, like all the examples he gave me started to like make me recognize that he doesn't factor in personality. So I yeah. asked somebody else that like approached, and then I asked them the same question. There, I was like, "Do you factor in personality?" And he was like, yeah, I do. And then, like, his his reasoning was a little bit more legit. He was like, well, if she's like a two, that could be like a five. If she's like a five, it could be like a seven or eight. It depends, yada, yada, yada. But, like, all of his examples clearly showed that, like, it, that, yeah, that yeah. It, it, he does factor in personality. So the original guy that I asked, he started getting flustered because I was like, you don't factor in personality. You don't. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, you don't. You don't. But but my point is, yeah. 
My point is, is that by like out of the three of us sort of in, in this exchange of information, challenging each other. Yeah. We at the end kind of all came to like a concise, like we were all on the same page. We came to a concise decision where it's like, okay, like this, this is what makes sense. Now, granted, that's like very like inconsequential shit, but, but my point is, is that we weren't civilized about it. We weren't civilized in the sense that like civilized in the way that you're using the word. Yeah. Like we weren't civilized in the sense of like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's your, that's how you choose to do it. And that's fine. Oh, and that's how you choose to do it. And this is how I, no, 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 no. (laughs) It was, you're fucking stupid. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like it was like a clear back and forth. Yeah. And like a relentless back and forth to the point where like there was a little bit of yelling going on. Yeah. But then when it was all said and done. Yeah. Okay. I get it. And like we all. Maybe yeah. not like in a hundred percent agreement, but we were a lot more in agreement now than when we first started. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. And I, I guess I, I see now what your point is. This is what I mean. Because civilized in the sense that you guys were having a conversation, that's good. That's what I guess what civilization is. I didn't mean it in that way. What I meant it was more we're baby fed everything. Yeah, and we're 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 nurtured too much, right? And and we're scared because oh well we can't well you oh, don't offend this person don't offend, and and I guess that that whole like the sheltered uh, the sheltered child I guess that that's I feel that that we try and shelter ourselves from from you know all the bad things and that's not necessarily the correct way to go about it you know yeah bad is bad and it's gonna happen and you have to be prepared and and accept that really like life is suffering. And that's good because how do you, how do you, how do you understand happiness and and feel fulfilled if you haven't suffered to get to the happiness aspect of it? Yeah. And I feel that, you know, with with that being said, is we can't, we've become too too sheltered, too too scared and afraid of what we're gonna see on the other side, and and sometimes it's it's there's nothing to fear but fear itself, as they say, right? And and you just gotta go roll with the punches, and 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 you're gonna go through rough patches, and and you're gonna go through a, a, a fucking surge of greatness, and that's all part of life. And and in saying that, I'm saying this: whatever decisions you make, and 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 I'm talking now, now I'm talking about society, not not like a personal decision, but like whatever decision you make on on a on a societal level, on a political level, you have to put these things into account because like there's things that make sense and 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 you can make better and then there's things that you don't do because 20 30 years from now that could be your demise and that's just not being a realist here and taking guns away from people that's that's not a realist view to me it's like you're just making us weaker i mean we're i would imagine with ar-15s and assault rifles we're already pretty weak to whatever technology the government has but at least we have a fighting chance yeah, you know, like, and and you know that because compare our arsenal and and fucking the Middle East's arsenal, and they they gave they gave a go because it was hard. It yeah. you know it was it was it was in the lands, and you had to get on the ground and and fight these these guys, and it wasn't the same thing. You know, Absolutely. no matter how much technology you have, you're still gonna have a rough go at it. So I guess that's what I'm saying, and and. That's what the youth needs is is to just feel comfortable in their own skin, and and you know roll with the punches. So speaking of youth, comfortable in their own skin, somebody that is youthful and does seem to be very comfortable in their uh, own skin yeah. is uh, the rapper Six Nine. He recently had an interview on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. There was some interesting stuff that happened on that. Uh. And, you know, like before we went over the show today, we discussed what we were going to talk about. You said, you know, you, you had interest in it. So, like, why in particular did you find this interview so interesting? I found it interesting because you guys need to Google this guy. It's Takashi 69 or 69. Now, I grew up listening to hip hop. And I was, what, like a 90s two, or, you know, 2000s kid. So, the type of hip hop, rap and hip hop, I mean, uh, th- that I listened to, and, and the imagery was just different. The way the, the people carried themselves and, and, and the guys carried themselves 
was weighed differently. So if if you've already Googled Takashi 69, then you'll understand that when I saw him, I was like, oh, just another fucking one of these new ass rappers. Fucking, weird. Yeah, rappers, weird. Yeah. Just mumble rap. And, you know, I already had a, a negative, uh, I guess. Preconceived notion. Yeah, preconceived notion. Yeah. Uh, going into the interview so i was like this this is probably how it's gonna go we're gonna see and to my surprise he held his own he held his own he uh there was a little bit of that you know that youthful ignorance like that that like bravado that that you have when you're young and and you're just so hard-headed that and you saw that in him but overall i felt that the way he carried himself in the interview and especially it being the breakfast club because charlamagne the, the god he he does press people. He presses people obviously to see what he can get out of them, and and some people break under that pressure, and then some people don't. He definitely did not break under the pressure. Yeah, he held his own. So I kind of came out of that surprisingly like respectful of the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and and like, again, if you've googled how he looks, so weird. Yeah, man. it's just like I didn't think that this was the image that I was gonna have when when I. When the interview finished, I was like, "Wow!" I- and I and and my <laughs> assessment prior to this interview was pretty much along the same lines as yours. And uh, I, but one thing I did hear, or I didn't know about this guy before this interview, is I did hear his song "Billy." And when I heard and saw the video, I liked it. Like it was some, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is cool," but it was, still wasn't enough for me to to be like, "Oh, okay," you know, I, there's something with this guy. But then some of the stuff that I saw from the interview and how he carried himself was uh was pretty interesting and has a very um uh like I'm comfortable being me and like I I guess what it, what it, what I what I like about that is that I don't see that a lot from like young people these yeah. days like yeah. I I see more of a well I'm comfortable being like everybody else yeah, I see that more than I'm comfortable being like my own person, you yeah. know. And so, I, like, needless to say, it was like it, it gave me like a little like a glimmer of hope in a weird way because if you see the guy, it was like that's not hopeful. Like, I, I, this, yeah. this doesn't breed hope. <laughs> but when you when his personality and the way he goes about things, it's interesting. Yeah, and and, and uh, one thing that I thought was was uh, a little surprising too is he he even was kind of making fun of himself. He's like. Cause, cause I guess he had a problem with uh, another rapper, the game, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, he's like that. This is a grown ass man. He's worried about me. I'm like a guy with like multicolored hair and like a tattoo. I'm ta- like funny ass tattoos. I'm, I look weird. Like, what? Why is he so worried about me? Why is everyone so worried about me? And and I felt that it's like he knew, he knew what he was, and and he knew what he was trying to get across." And uh and and then you talked about the the song Billy and and why you liked it uh which was like it was this like I'm here this is where I'm at find me if you have a problem with me and and I felt that that was that that's another I guess element that's been missing in hip hop like that 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 comp- I I don't know how to yeah I know like the the competitive yeah the competitive like you know it's mano just mano a mano type of thing yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely and you know so, some people. We've we've kind of strayed so far away from that that maybe some people don't mess with that anymore. But again, growing up listening to to Jay Z, Eminem, Fifty Cent, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, you know all those guys, it, they had that. They all had that. And, and you know what's what's interesting about him, like kind of like like sort of backtracking like all his different like beefs or or disputes that he's had with people. There's quite a bit of them. Like people, like there's like people saying, "Oh, if you come to this city, you gotta check in and this and that. If you gotta do this, you gotta do that." And like this is generally speaking, a kid here. You know, it's not. And you got all these grown men, kind of like like mad at him or whatever. And it shows me that there are quite a bit of there are some people out there. At least I want to say quite a bit, but there are some people out there at very least that are willing to like push buttons you know what i'm saying yeah 
and that's good you know that's a good thing yeah. you should be willing to push buttons and then and then what's so funny to me is that there are so many people out there that are not not used to having their buttons pushed that when it does happen they don't know how to act they don't know how to act and yeah. i and i feel like which is sort of your 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 assessment of of uh, him earlier he's like you said he's kind of like the Donald Trump of rap almost yeah cuz Trump is the same thing he's willing to push <laughs> buttons yeah. And and the whole world is like so used to not having their buttons pushed that nobody knows what the fuck to do. Like they're fucking like they're lo- losing their minds. Yeah. Every time the man says something. And I thought that's where the interview, like some some of it, I felt a little annoyed by it. I guess was when they kept saying, "Oh, why are you doing this? Why?" Like, let him do whatever he does. Like, I mean, whether you agree with it or not, what you brought him to the interview to to change his ways. Like, <laughs> like, like he is who he is. Like. I look at everybody and, and, you know, whether I like them or not, like, I'm, I'm not worried about, like, giving them advice on, on whatever they're doing because, that's you know, them. yeah, that's them. So that that's where Charlemagne and even DJ Envy, they were like, oh, man, but don't, aren't you, like, worried about the negative stuff that could happen and all this? Well, I mean, I think if he would have been worried, he wouldn't have done it. All right. So he's do- doing it now, and obviously it, it's worked for him, and then he said that. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, he did say you know, that. And, and let's not let's not act like like we don't know that Tupac w- was that hey because because in that in that sense Tupac was kind of like real confrontational, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the East Coast West Coast thing, and you know like no one was telling him anything. And then that that's that was another thing too that I found very interesting was the parallels because DJ MV Charlemagne the God more so Charlemagne the God, but but like see they they they're older, so 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 they kind of would represent us doing the interview to, towards the, the, the young yeah. guy. And I felt that it was so clear. And actually, you even pointed out when Joe Button uh, interviewed Lil Yachty, how there was that disconnect. Yeah. And how Lil Yachty kind of bested Joe Button in, in a sense in, in certain Yeah, in Joe certain Button things. came out very bitter. Yeah. And and, and, and I, don't, I wouldn't say that Charlemagne and DJ Envy came out bitter, but it just there was that disconnect. Yeah, and and I understood it there then and there. I was like, wow, this is, it's kind of weird. And, and and I feel like in radio, when it comes to like these interviews, there's gonna have to be a, a surge of like younger people doing these interviews because like these guys they've been doing it for so long. I feel that like there's like the disconnect is only gonna get wider and wider. Yeah, you know. And, and you know, it, it's so funny to me if you think about this. Charlemagne and and like Ebro and a bunch of these different like radio personalities, they interview all these rappers, all these like young dudes or whatever. And it's isn't it funny that when these young guys operate the way that these this in in like this this new school stuff, they're so accepting of it. Like they don't like challenge it very often. Yeah. You know, here and there, like Charlamagne has challenged like Yachty, like he said, like you're he's like the face of the whack rappers. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But like but for the most part, they're like very accepting of it. Like, oh well, you know, you're you know, you guys and your your wave and like and you know who's a, who who's like another like huge uh, perpetuator of like this crazy like new new school wave of, of rappers is like complex. Like they're oh, all yeah. for it. Yeah, like yeah. like like it was so funny to me, like when Lil Xan came out and like he said those comments about Tupac, like his music being boring. Yeah. That like there was no editorial or no opinion piece, at least that I saw, or at least that was prominent on online from Complex that like debunked that shit. It was just like, oh yeah, this is kind of interesting what Lil Xan is saying. So you're really perpetuating that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For ratings or whatever the fuck. So you you don't you clearly don't care about the the music either, and the the integrity yeah. and 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 the, the the potency of it, and breaking but, it down intellectually. But but now this guy comes out and like how he's potent and he's sort of transcending himself in a, in in a sense, like saying like, you know, yeah. well I'm here, you know, I'm doing things my way, yeah. you know, and I'm willing to like accept the risk that the, the risks that come with that, and like you you want to like kind of drop him down a peg. Yeah. It's like so so. The mainstream media, like it, it, it appears as though the mainstream media in in radio has like accepted the new school as the norm now. And now, when somebody kind of like resembles that of before, now oh, it's a problem yeah. again, again, kind of paralleling 
to like Donald Trump in the same way. It's yeah. like this guy kind of represents things from before, like a more stern, let's do things a certain type of way. Yeah. Oh my God, this is the end of the fucking world. And, and his rapping style is much more conventional. None of oh, this auto tune, like you know, he like it's like he screams like kind of like DMX is almost yeah, and uh, you know. But like it's real conventional in the sense that like he's just rapping. Yeah. And it's like a a and and also his beats aren't that bad. No. I actually like okay I like I like the beats so so it's it's interesting. I, I've now found interest in seeing what he's gonna do. Yeah. So I think uh, I give him all the points in the world because like I'm telling you man I went into that interview thinking like this guy's a lame. So so <laughs> real quick taking like this same conversation and like kind of taking like a. a philosophical turn here with that when somebody sort of starts to transcend who they are like you start to like assume certain risks of of losing certain friends or or losing like people like possible loved ones losing people that that are in your in your like comfort zone to like elevate to a level because i'd imagine yeah. like based on his behavior and like some some of the buttons he's pushed he's like lost ties with certain people and i'm not not necessarily saying it in the sense of like you're burning a bridge because that's never smart yeah. but but like elevating yourself like like to another level do you think and, and this is not just in in his particular case this is for anybody that it's worth like getting to another level in life, is it worth possibly leaving people behind? Like you do, what what what's your take on that? I think um, in 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 certain instances, yes. I mean, it it depends on how how everything's going. I mean, if if the people that are that are okay, so obviously if if, if you're leaving people behind, that means you're growing, right? And if those people don't want to grow with you, that's just 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 part of it naturally it, it's just gonna happen you know and and i mean i think i think that we should always strive to be bigger than 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 the norm i guess you know of course you know you want to be a good dad and a good husband and a you know a good son and a good brother and all that stuff and that's good but it's always good to also like think bigger. Like, okay, let's 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 get let's always think bigger. If I if I got to level ten, let's get to level eleven, level twelve. And I think that uh, I guess that's why I like uh, th there was a song on um, it was a Kanye West and Jay Z collab, which was Watch the Throne, and it was the Why I Love You, and I love Jay Z's verse when he says when he's talking about like, you know kind of like moving up and he's and then there's like lines that he had that he says that were like man this is crazy where he's like i tried teaching uh, these dudes how to be uh uh captains or something like that or how to be uh oh, all they ever wanted to be was soldiers so yeah. the love is gone because you know we're no longer wearing the same uniform yeah yeah yeah. and then like i remember that. yeah and I, I thought that shit was like so ill when he said that and and then and then he's like Oh, he he says he, he he was trying to make them kings, and all they ever wanted to be was soldiers. And then towards the end, he says, "Uh, the dreams get bigger, the capsule gets smaller." Like almost saying, like the circle, you know, the circle's gonna yeah. get smaller. And I think that's part of growing is uh, you're gonna you're gonna transcend the norm, and some people aren't ready for that, and they're kind of gonna they're gonna naturally gonna step back. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but that's just something that maybe they're not ready to do or that's not something that they aspire to do but that's something that you have to be prepared for if that's where you want to take it you know now i like before we get into like the next topic the reason i asked that was because i recently saw um this um i guess it's a debate if you will uh uh 1791L, that YouTube channel that oh yeah yeah, yeah. they mm -hmm. posted this debate and it was a debate between Jordan Peterson and two other people uh, is and I, I think if I'm not mistaken, the video is called uh, a psychologist, a Christian and an atheist discuss um, Christianity, some something along those lines. 
<clears throat> so you got these three people on stage, Jordan Peterson, one of them, and they're talking. And it's good. It's it's like worth it's worth watching. It's like an hour long. I enjoyed it. Uh it has moments where it's a little bit dry, but it, it's it's it there's a lot of information in it. But there's this part that I found very interesting because as you know, and anybody that, that reads or listens to Jordan Peterson, they know one thing about him is that he does talk about transcending a lot, like kind of being more than the norm, like more than your surroundings being, being more. Yeah. And he said something about that. And the lady that's in the debate, she says something that I never thought about before. And it's an interesting point. But then it also, that point also makes me question, do you necessarily have to leave people behind when you're transcending? She said, she said, I don't like this idea that you keep putting out there of transcending. Yeah. And then, and then he's, a, he's like kind of looking at her, well, well why? Yeah. And she said, because an example of people wanting to transcend and like just be more, be larger than life were Nazis. She that's what she said. Oh, wow. right. And and she's like, you know, that's like a, a perfect clear cut example of when you transcend. And so Jordan Peterson, surprisingly enough, he didn't like rebuttal. I don't know if it was because he didn't want to or he didn't have anything, or maybe because of like the construct of the of the debate. Yeah. But he didn't really have a rebuttal to that. So me, my natural rebuttal, like when I heard that was like, well, that could just possibly be like a, an example of, of transcending on the negative side of the spectrum. Yeah. But then maybe, maybe that is transcend. Like, do we like how, how often have we really thought about this? Like maybe transcending, like, does you, you become that it's like, if you li- like how they say in the dark night, uh, you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Is like, yeah. what if, what if you have a group of people that transcend? What if, what if you have a subculture of of Takashi Six Nines in rap that start to transcend and start to push buttons and do all of this stuff? Yeah. Like, what do they become? Do they become? Do they become like what Fifth almost became? Like when he just like bodied half of the rap game and like, yeah. uh, because see Fifth, he never like like transcended that level because a lot of people didn't join him and yeah. and even people in his own camp betrayed him. Yeah. But what if people started to like join that? What would, what would rap be? Like, you, you know, what if more countries join Hitler? Like what would the world yeah, like, yeah. like, and, and, and does that just naturally become evil? Like being more does, does being more always lead to being, being like negative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then that that's a fucking hell of a observation, and and I think that th- that you mentioned the Dark Knight. I think that that was I I think the fight between two people transcending in in different forms, like the Joker, is kind of I would say in in that essence is like the Nazi Germany, someone who 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 did obviously transcended because he oh he, absolutely yeah he he obviously he. If you look at that movie, he won to an extent. Yeah. And the reason why why uh, Batman ended up winning was because he ended up taking the hit for that. Yeah. And and that in a sense was like sacrificial, and you did transcend. Just like that, that was more than just like oh well, you know, I guess I'm gonna have to. no like you you ended up becoming what you needed to become to save the city. So like if you think if you think about that like that's kind of like uh and actually even um the 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 channel that you were talking about they talked about a little bit like how like it was kind of like a a Christ like you yeah. know you know uh occurrence almost you know like he sacrificed himself for 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 the town and I, and I think that uh that's something that that is important and I guess that's something that 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 you do think about because I've thought about that a lot. Like sometimes you, you're so scared, you're so scared of things that that you have to check yourself, you know, like and 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 be be better than 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 just like the fear. Yeah. Which, if you think about, like the best bad guy ever is Darth Vader, and that's what he is. That is like a guy who was 
so fearful that he let fear consume him. Yeah. To the point where he became oh, it, like it was almost it's like it's like you either have you either can beat the fear by like constantly having it on a leash and like yeah. harnessing it, which is like the good guy. Like yeah. it's there, but I gotta like hold on to this shit. Yeah. Or you could be the guy who's like, Well, I'm just gonna like let it take over me so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. And so and and I guess in 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 our situation, I would say, and I said it jokingly, and I and I forget the 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 name of the song, but uh, I think it could become negative because it was like that. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Kanye West song. It was on uh, 808s and Heartbreak. Oh, uh, uh, it was like the intro. Matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna check it right now. Let me see. It's. Uh, Welcome to Heartbreak. Yeah. And I thought that was such a sad song because that that that's kind of like a negative. Like you transcend it so much where it's like you're just all alone. Yeah. And like you look at things and you don't relate to it. And I think that that's important to look at and analyze that song because like, yeah, it's you should become better. And you should, but you should also be happy with what you have. Like be happy with, you know, your friends as they are and, and understand like, hey, if they're happy, I'm happy. And, 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 and always have that balance. And I forget, or, or you know, like people forget that. Um, sometimes I could forget, you know, I, I, I'm thinking like, man, like, oh, there's so much going on. But like, you know, ha- have a good balance because like you, you do kind of lose your humanity if you just, that's all you do is just move up, move up, move up. And always, always, and you don't want to lose that either. So it's, it's, that that's definitely an interesting uh, point you made. Yeah. So jumping into it before we uh, shut it on down, uh, Stormy Daniels sixty minutes interview. Why, like it, it got a lot of ratings. I mean, yeah, I tried to watch it, but I ended up just going to Pornhub. <laughs> right, I'm I mean, searching it, it, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> it's funny because because Dennis Miller. I don't know if you saw. Yeah. It, I tweet. I retweeted it. Well, uh, Dennis Miller. He said a lot of people are going to be watching Stormy Daniels tonight, and even some are going to be watching the 60 minutes oh, interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's yeah. Cla- that's classic Dennis Miller. Right oh there. yeah, that's, how he, that's his style of joke. Fucking Dennis. But um, what do you think? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I saw like clips, bits and pieces. I wasn't yeah. gonna dedicate time to like watch that shit. Um, but but one clip that I didn't see until right before we started this episode that like I had I busted out laughing was the one you were playing on your phone yeah. when when Anderson Cooper asks her, "You were what twenty something? He was sixty. Were you physically attracted to her to him?" She's like, "No," and then she automatically says. Yeah, and and I was just mad that like I was so quick to sign this contract that and and I got so little I got so little for it. Yeah. You're a high so, press escort is what you so are. So is this what this is about? That yeah. you didn't So it wasn't it wasn't that you 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 fucked a married man. It wasn't that you then agreed to take money from this guy to 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 not speak about it and then back renege on that shit. Yeah. For like something like noble, this is a is this just out of being vindictive because you didn't get offered more money? Because I did. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I heard like what the what the amount was that she was given, yeah, I did. I did always kind of think to myself, oh, she. I mean, for Donald, she came pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously yeah, yeah. for like us, like a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand plus is not chump change. Oh, yeah. But for for Donald, I mean, that's like, oh well, let me uh, let me take she this out of up. my wallet right now, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was kind of low. I was thinking too. I was like, damn, because even uh, what what's the, Bill O'Reilly, like uh, he had a settlement like that. And that girl got paid like millions. millions. I was like, God, she's and not then, even a poor star. And then what's so funny <laughs> is like, I wonder, I wonder if if like in that realm of of these women that are are are. You know, in that realm, I, I don't even know what what really to call them. I don't call them victims. Yeah, but that are in that realm. If she's like, she's like, like on some Monique shit, where it's oh. like, 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 like I like this is all that I'm getting offered, and like so and so got all this these millions of dollars. Well, I mean, you're not a legend. You're yeah. not a legend like they are, right? 
Yeah. It, it was, it was, uh, it just made her kind of look bad to me. Well, no, I don't even think that she even makes her look bad because that's, you know, she, she, and, she fucks and, for money. I mean, and, she, and, and, and again, kind of coinciding with what we just talked about, like transcending, it's crazy how like Donald Trump is like, yeah. It, how is he so impervious to this shit? Yeah. Like, how the fuck, like, how do you just like fucking, I mean, because, and then it's not even like, he's yeah. not even like talking about it because there was, there's like the whole like Bill Cosby strategy that I never agreed with where it was like, he just like didn't talk about it. And I guess thought that it would go away. Yeah. Donald is not like very vocal about it, but he'll answer like, no, it's a lie or whatever. And even obviously the, 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 the press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she's answered questions about it before. Yeah. So it's not like they're like ignoring the situation. Yeah. yeah. But yet they're still able to just kind of like move past it. And, and I, I mean, for, for politics today in particular, I find that very surprising. Yeah. Only he could get away with something like that. And I feel that, that that's where culturally he has, uh, He's a Takashi six nine yeah. of like politics because like it's like, yeah, that's me. All right, whatever. I'm the same guy that was fucking bullying twenty Republicans on stage, Hi. and like, which is kind of sad that, that that you came and then like, the Republican Party was so lost that like you came and like destroyed all of them, and now that's happening to the Democratic Party that you came and that you destroyed all of them. So so this is just a hypothetical scenario, but. Because I don't know if you saw this, but her her lawyer has kind of been uh, 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 taunting around this DVD or disc that supposedly oh, yeah. he has. With, and he's like, if, and then people are like, well, even like Wolf Blitzer asked him, well, a lot of people think you're bluffing. And he's yeah. like, well, if people think I'm bluffing, tell them like, look at, at the cases that I've been in before and this and that. Yeah. I don't know if he has anything. I don't know if he doesn't. Donald Trump already has denied like anything with, with Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically that there is something incriminating on, on that disc, right? Like a picture or a video or whatever. Can Donald survive that? Like, I think so. You think? I think so. Thinking about it, yeah, because so, but like after the so like, but he, but like, how does he reconcile lying, you know, to the people? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That he'll take a hit for that. But I'm saying, I guess the way I'm looking at it is, I think I don't know if people believe it's like that that he didn't have sex with her. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, 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 I don't. I'm I don't on think... the same page. I don't think there's many people out there that think that he didn't. Yeah. I don't think that, at least you know, from from the consensus, I get, and at that, and I feel that it's so not important to people. The media is feeding into it, but it hasn't really affected. Not even his poll numbers. When CNN is coming out and says, "Oh yeah, he's at a mid forties approval rating, the highest it's ever been," it's like, so this is a lot of scandals, and nothing is really getting to him. So I don't, in that sense, he's kind of like Kennedy, because like everyone knew what the fuck Kennedy was doing, mm-hmm. you know. And no one cared, so I I don't know, but I also feel that 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 they're playing around. I, I, they better be careful too, like just t- like taking out a video like that, and then they're gonna get sued. So I, that, that's another thing. But I don't I don't know that it would. Uh, I, obviously, initially, well, yeah, yes. we don't even know if there's anything on yeah. there. But just you know, hypothetically speaking, if there was, I, know, I think, do you uh, think he'd survive it? He would well. It depends too, because if if they like if they were to save it for like to twenty twenty, yeah, that's on, what I was gonna say. I think a lot of it depends on when. Yeah, because one thing I learned from the you know twenty sixteen was the fucking what happened a month ago. That's just ancient, you know. The grab by the pussy thing, like you know, at first that was like horrible for him, and then you know, fucking a month later, oh yeah, whatever, yeah, he grabbed by the pussy, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> You know, and I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? So, so, so a month is like a lifetime in politics. Like, you know, so I feel that, that, that could hurt him. 
on the depending on the timing of when it's released if it's released yeah and and i guess we, we shall see yeah all right well that's our episode for today thank you guys so much for listening keep listening keep sharing if we talk about something that you know somebody will like send it to them visit our website hangingwithapes.com follow us on twitter at hangingwithapes peace peace